The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And this is a special edition of David's Pick. And uh, we want to welcome everybody. And we've got a special guest in here, our political guru himself, Mr. Fill-In for Eric Erickson, Victor Armanderas. <laughs> we'll there you go. We'll all practice our R's. Oh, thank you, David. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I don't know about guru, but uh, I do try to give the best analysis that uh, I can on How you do? the political and, uh, forum. You know, uh, when I called you... One, I got my times mixed up, and I apologize for that. That's okay. Um, we'll make it through today some way. Or Absolutely. This, this morning. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just, I've had it. Uh, you know, it just, and I, I'm frustrated as hell, like many other people are. And it's not just, yes, I, I fill up my tank like everybody else does. And, uh, you know, the price of gas is, if I, if I didn't have interest, oil interest, I would be like, sort of like everybody else and say, well, you know, that's the way it's got to be. Folks, I'm here to tell you, no, it doesn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I didn't realize, but have you seen any of the stickers that are going on gas pumps now? <laughs> So I've seen uh, quite a few, and uh, I think it's hilarious. Oh, I saw I a love n- it. I saw a new one the other day that uh, was actually at a car wash, and when you pull the vacuum, apparently the vacuum sleeve moves, and people are wrapping that that tube <laughs> with a uh, uh, Biden. Uh, this Biden is my did fault. This, yeah. um, Biden did this. They've got uh, Biden did this. I did this. This is my fault. And I've seen uh, I've seen the new the latest one I saw was it's just a picture of Biden and it says I suck. <laughs> and that's, they're popping up everywhere and now throughout California you're seeing uh where every where people are placing those stickers I did that pointing at the gas price and they're going through and people are scratching them off so you're seeing a lot of gas days, uh gas pumps that have scratched off where they're trying to get the sticker off and it's mm. hilarious because then somebody comes along and they slap another one on and then the progressives come along and they try to scratch it off you know nothing angers a progressive more is when they have to look in the mirror and say, man, I'm wrong, because they're never going to say they're wrong. And and, and the, a lot of the – what I'm hoping is American people got to realize this is the progressive dream what's going on right now. These, these uh, progressives, whether they're elected or just they vote this way, they want $10 gas. Yeah. I mean, they want this kind of pain because they look at you as being the peasant. They look at you as being you're too stupid to realize what you're doing. And they, they want you to feel pain at the pump because most of these bozos, if they're in Washington, whether they're elected or part of the bureaucracy, they will always have fuel because they've got a government credit card that you pay for. So they don't have to worry about this, this gas prices. And then the progressives that are out there running around with their electric cars, they're too stupid to realize that it requires fossil fuels to get the energy to charge those batteries. They're just too dumb to realize it. And, and they don't realize how much their power bill is going to go up. It's oh, not yeah. just going to be the gas. Oh, yeah. They'll be in, uh, 
and uh, electric bill shock. Electric bill shock. And David, you you've been in the oil business. You know this better than anyone. You can't, at least that I know of. There's no windmill in the world. There's no solar panel in the world that can power the industry that is the eng- the economic engine that is the United States. So you can go get your electric car. But, David, correct me if I'm wrong. You ain't charging that thing by solar or wind. <laughs> no way. I think Georgia Tech, when I, they had one of their solar contests at uh, Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. uh, Rambling Wreck. And uh, they put solar panels on the roof, on the hood, every place you could mount uh-huh. a panel to try to keep it going. And, uh, you know... It just doesn't. It's just not it's just, there yet, that kind of uh You know, they make technology. such a big damn deal out of, you know, how we're polluting the air. We're not, and certainly mm-hmm. not drilling, and certainly not distributing, particularly right. if it's through a pipeline. You, you can't know, get any safety. You're... Absolutely right, David. And and this is what I talk about sometimes and I'm and I'm glad you you brought that up because you if if you're a progressive uh or a democrat or a socialist or whatever you are in this country and you're telling me that I'm killing the planet because I'm putting gas in my car, well, I don't want to hear another word out of you until you try and shut down China. When you go to China and and you protest the Chinese government for their and to to get them to stop drilling and and might, you put might the, as well go by India as well just right just, and just and ex- you're exactly right David and go protest India when you go to these countries but especially China and you try and tell them that they're 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 dirty in the air they need to put in requirements and restrictions you know David and this is again something you'll know we. Here in the United States, we have the cleanest air. We have the cleanest ability to burn coal, the cleanest ability to get gas out of the ground, the cleanest ability to refine it. We go beyond to do things the cleanest we can do. And and we have the technology that's second to any technology. I mean, that's not second to any technology. I mean, we have the best. There is just no question about it. You can't debate this. So for you to come and for these people to come in this country and tell us that we're dirtying up the planet when you can look at the data and see who has the cleanest air, but yet not say a word about China. You know, I, one of the best memes I saw, David, was the other day. It was that Greta Thunberg, you know, the little actress that they threw out there. Because if you throw an actress out there or a little girl out there to complain about uh, the climate, you can't question her because then you're mean to kids. And that's just the way the progressives and the Democrats operate. But I saw a great meme where uh, this this <laughs> Thunberg was on there and she had this horrible look on her face and she was so angry because of drilling in the United States. But then underneath that was a picture of her with a big smile on her face when asked about drilling in China or India or anywhere else. Well, you know, this deal of whatever he is in the White House. Um, <laughs> the dementia patient. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you know, if it was needed or, or it had to be done and you needed to get oil and gas from another country, uh, the last two places you'd go would be Russia exactly. or Venezuela. Right. That hate oh, us. Gosh. You'd go north to Canada that has no. plenty. Canada and, and so does Mexico. And, uh, so, you know, yeah. this is, I, there's just no way. You know. And this is why I wanted to do a special show and, and talk about all the stupid things that are going on. And the gas, the only good one good thing that's come, in, come out of the price of the 
rising price of gasoline is the fact that it has slapped some people upside the face. And when they go in and it's $100 to fill up the gas tank, they say, whoa, Hossie. You mean it's going to wake up a voter? You know, speaking of slapping somebody in the face. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you see what Will Smith did last night? And I would never talk about the Oscars because, A, I don't think I've ever watched the Oscars, nor do I care to. Um, because these are a bunch of people. You know, get this, David, and, and this might be a little off topic, but maybe it's not. All of those people last night sitting around patting themselves on the back at the Oscars are, are all the people who have been calling for us to defund the police and take away our Second Amendment right to protect ourselves. But every one of them last night were protected by the police and by guns. So it, it's it, the, the display of hypocrisy that they continue to put on. But uh, but I did see the story, and I watched the video because I thought it was a joke, but it apparently was not. No. Will Smith <laughs> got up, walked up, and slapped Chris Rock in the face. And, and I, you know, if I was Chris Rock, I'd probably press charges because I, you know, Will Smith should be better than that. We, we don't need thuggery around on mainstream TV. And that's basically what he did. I, I understand he did, wasn't happy, but hey, Chris Rock is a, is a comedian. He's going to make jokes. They do roast on people. They, their, their purpose in life is to make jokes of everybody else. And this this era that we're in now where, oh, you hurt my feelings, I'm going to retaliate, it really is a bad road to go down. And I think Will Smith just – I mean, how awful for his kids to see this. Uh, so I can't really I, – I, I, I thought it was a bad thing, after, especially after I saw the video. And I did see that Will Smith, apparently he was he received a, an award later, and he was in tears and apologized. I don't know if he apologized to Chris Rock. I, don't, I didn't watch all of it, but he apologized to everyone else. He apologized to the Oscars and said he shouldn't have done it. But, you know, I don't know. That, that might be too little too late. I, I, I do believe in forgiveness, and um, so I, I hope uh, he comes out and, and, and apologizes again. But... Uh, I, you know, it was pretty crazy. But, yes, yeah, speaking yeah. of slapping across the face. But I, I know where you're going with this, David, because I hope that – and I've talked – I had a good conversation over the weekend with some people, and we talked about these gas prices and what, what will it mean for November. Because I had a lot of people come up over the weekend asking me, Victor, how are we going to win with the fraud that went on? How are we going to win? And I, and I truly believe, as I always believe, that turnout will always beat fraud. And the one thing, if you look at history, the one thing that will make people forget about their affiliation with the letter D is when they're having to shell out for gas because you can't hide gas prices. You can hide taxes, and people don't realize how much they pay in taxes. But they do realize when that money leaves their wallet to fill up their tank, and it costs $100 for and, – and, David, there are vehicles that will cost $200 to fill up. Sure. And, and, you and know, so, there's something else, and, and this uh, was on um, – uh, Levine last night, mm-hmm. and uh, they were talking about the food crisis that's coming. Oh gosh! Yeah. And uh, not mm-hmm. only from a price standpoint, but from a shortage. Shortage, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's when it's going to turn extremely nasty. Uh, <laughs> you know how revolutions, and, and I'm not calling for a revolution, but you know how bad, bad civil unrest is always brought upon when there is a shortage. I mean, you couple high prices, you couple uh, supply chain issues and, and food shortage. When you get to where there's a food shortage, I mean, uh, yeah, you just look throughout history at the civilizations that have gone into utter chaos because of food shortage. And uh, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if Ukraine has affe- affected us, 
that's where it's affected us and affecting the mm. world. They, I didn't realize they produce the fourth of the world's food. They they do, and 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 most of it I think is the is wheat. Mm. They're one of the biggest producers of wheat. And think about it, wheat just about in everything. I mean, what, what you want to piss off a redneck? Uh, make make sure they run out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, we're we're looking at planting wheat on the farm this you, year. You know what? I, everybody should probably start getting into wheat, and maybe this will develop. You know, I, look, I, and this is what I was telling my friends over the weekend. There, there is nothing, nothing to get in the way of American ingenuity, even the stupidity of government. So I do believe that the that the ingenuity the american spirit will take over and we we will overcome and we'll adapt but how sad is it david that we're looking at the face of food shortages in the united states of america oh yeah and you know, uh, this would never happen under trump you know and part of it's brought on by uh the fuel crisis mm-hmm. i mean you know like my poor farmer what he's having to pay to stay uh, stay on the farm mm-hmm. is just Incredible, mm-hmm. and nobody appreciates. You got to have the raw material before you get the finished product, folks. Right, and uh, the and raw material is what God rains on and comes up from the dirt. Mm-hmm. And that farmer has to work, and yep. the price of diesel that he's having to pay for his tractors, for his tractors, and, and oh, it's it's just man. you know beyond words. And then you got is. you've got companies. And this is, you know, we look at high tech as, uh, as you know, they're robbing Wells Fargo. And uh, mm. I can tell you there's a company that's so mercenary. Monsanto should be run out of town, mm. run out of every town. Right. What, what we pay or my farmer pays for... <laughs> This will blow your mind. I don't know if you've had any run around with farms or anything. Not really. Okay, well. (laughs) I hope to buy one, though. Yeah, I I heard that. Yeah, Yeah. I really would like to. Yeah, well, I'll farm it for you. (laughs) Excellent, (laughs) because I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Can you imagine this? Monsanto now sells cottonseed. I used, when I was farming, I'd buy it by the 100 pounds, you know. We'd buy a big sack of it, and mm-hmm. that's what we paid, whatever the price was, you know. $20, $30, $50 a sack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Monsanto sells it by the seed. Wow. They have a mm-hmm. machine that you you and the poor farmer has to come in. He has to figure out. Okay, I got X number of acres I'm going to plant in cotton. Mm-hmm. And how many seeds, how many seeds, seeds am I going <laughs> to do I need? Wow. And it's just like everything else, like our computers, like anything else. Gee, you know, they can break. <laughs> and then you don't you're you're thrown off of how many seeds you mm-hmm. needed for that plot. But mm. to pay by the seed right, is just that that just doesn't make sense to me, but I'm not no. a farmer. So. It, it made no yeah. sense. It's but no, it, yeah. Uh, let me tell you, how it makes sense. What is our saying here at America's Web Radio? What's that? Follow the money. <laughs> oh, right. Follow the money. <laughs> yeah. And yes, yes. When you can yeah. charge a dollar a seed or two dollars a seed, mm-hmm. then it starts. You know, and they're it'll add up quick. They're raping farmers. Yeah. 
And Monsanto is, if you did this in a civilian way of raping somebody, mm-hmm. you'd be in jail. You go to jail. And, uh, well, unless you're the the current nominee for Supreme Court justice, you just might let them go. Well, that's true. <laughs> Particularly if you had a little boy or girl talking about oh, Monsanto seed. Right. <laughs> well, no, David, you're right. And, and you know, this is the thing that progressive don't understand, especially your city. There is a huge difference between the city Democrats and then maybe the occasional Democrat that's out in Oklahoma or, or parts of the Midwest, you know, flyover country. But you look at these, you look at the, the left agenda, it's driven by city elected Democrat and progressive socialist, like AOC or Ilhan Omar or Tahib or Priestley or all those other ones. Uh, they, they think, I, and I honestly think this, I, they have no concept of how food is created, how food is brought to market. They just think they walk into their marketplace in New York City and poof. They just—it just appears there. Yeah, it's grown in the back. Right, it's yeah. just grown in the back parking lot. You know, I, I mean, they—they they have no concept. The idea—you know—a a field is not going to plow itself. And if you've got a tractor that you've got to run six hours or more a day, and your fuel cost has just gone through the roof, and if you haven't looked at diesel fuel lately, go take a look at diesel fuel because it's more expensive than the regular stuff. And and then you've got a tractor that goes down, and you've got to get a part. Well, I'm sorry, sir. That part's coming from China, and we've got a supply chain issue. What happens to that farm? Because every day that farm loses is money that they lose, but not only money that they're going to lose. It's that that is a day that is lost in preparing for to for those farms to grow the food that's going to need to get to the store. So that's going to be delayed. So I mean, it's just one building thing on another, and and all of this, David, all of these problems are from Democrat policies. And, of course, the Ukrainian situation doesn't help, but all of this started under Biden's policies. You know, without sounding too bad, the United States needs nobody. You can take your whatever and Mm -hmm. go fly with it. We don't need you for fuel. Mm -hmm. We don't need you for agriculture. We were the breadbasket of the world. The world needs us. The world needs us. A hell of a lot more than we need any of these other people. And, you know, I cringe at the thought that you, the electorate, Mm -hmm. voted and put in power a party and particularly an individual that has never hmm. held a job. It's, it's for 50 years he's been um, getting rich off the backs of the taxpayer by being elected. There's no doubt about that, David. And no and, one can deny it. Nope. And he has no clue how to hire, no clue no. how to take this, care of people. This man's no never had to sign a paycheck. He's never, never had to worry about the consequences of uh, a business going under or surviving. You know, government's not adherent to competition. Government doesn't have to abide by the regular rules because government just assumes they're going to tax you more or they're going to print more. Yeah. You can't do that in your household. You can't do that with your small business. Uh, you know, and not this, and get away with and it not very long. Get, yeah, anyway. not going to get away with it. And, and David, back to your other point. Yes, we we have allowed a a Democrat party with with and some establishment Republicans to to regulate us into a need for international help, so to speak. Because David, you're 100 percent right. The United States has more uh, oil, more more energy than. Um, 
or at least the the energy resources in any country in the world. We can be energy independent. We have the best farming in the world. We could farm whatever we need. But when you regulate, 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 and then you try and subsidize, subsidize so that you're putting farmers on dependent, well, then you then you might have to go over to Ukraine for wheat because we've made it too expensive for our farmers to get. It. You know, it's it's one thing after another. And again, that's why I said all of this can be you can go right back. You know, the immediate problems we're having, you can go to the Biden administration. But a lot of this was happening before by elected ridiculous officials who regulate, regulate, been regulating us to death, mostly by Democrats, but with the help and assistance of some establishment Republicans. And, you know, President Trump. You know, you've heard me say this on the show before, on my show, that, you know, up until a month ago, I was still kind of hoping Trump would, would, would take a back seat and, and allow us to move, move on and, and maybe go with Ron DeSantis. But over the weekend, and, and I haven't announced this yet, and I'm going to talk about it tomorrow, so this is kind of a preview for on the David's Pick Show. Um, but I, I have, in good conversations this weekend with people in Orlando, where I was, and then back here in Georgia, where I am now, um, I had some good conversations, and it made me think. And I stopped at one point in the conversation, David, and I thought to myself, you know what? With all the problems we're talking about and all the fixes that are needed, the only guy I truly think that's going to be able to turn this around on a dime is Donald Trump. I, I truly think that now I, I, I'm, I'm backtracking a little bit, and I'm thinking that President Trump is probably who we need to come back in in 2024, because I don't know if there's somebody who who I think Ron DeSantis would be the second guy for sure. But I don't want to to take a chance on getting stuck with an establishment Republican like a Bushy or a Romney or 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 any of them who have been in 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 congressional powers or, or, or any other elected official. They've gotten stuck in the ways of politicians. We don't need a politician. A politician isn't going to fix these problems we've had. The politicians cause these problems. It's going to take somebody like Trump. I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, it's sort of like the lawsuits that Trump has filed. Oh, I heard. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't look into those, David, but I heard about it. And, well, no less our House attorney, Mark the Shark. Excellent. (laughs) Was talking about them, and he's read them. And uh, they were all filed in uh, Florida, and he said they have. There ain't no T, ain't no I that's not dotted and crossed. And he said he that Trump has, and you know this is one of the biggest things. It's not that Trump's suing anybody for money. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. Right. But as big as he is. He's exactly what we need. Absolutely. And, I, you know, he can't be bought off. I don't need your damn money. So I heard, and maybe maybe I'll try to have Mark on tomorrow, because I I did hear that he also filed a suit against Hillary. Oh, yes. And this was for, and I don't think people understand this, and this is what I'd love to get some clarification from Mark, but, you know, Trump's not doing it for money. He's, He's suing Hillary for disclosure. Yeah. He wants some, you know, to to get some information out, uh, uh, and that's what I want to talk to Mark about because this lady, come on, she was behind the do- the fake dossier. She's behind the fake Russia story. There's so many things that she's behind, that uh, including destroying her iPhones, destroying iPads, destroying computers, wiping servers. Wouldn't you just love to see a court case where she has to divulge? Oh yeah, the, and uh, you uh, know this is what I'm saying about. You know, it's costing Trump, but mm-hmm. right. 
anybody else couldn't be doing and, it. And, and right, no one else could do it. And and the Democrat Party, for all of those out there who uh, the, who are afraid of Trump, and believe you me, the the Democrat Party is terrified and not just and here and i want this to be understood and this is also a topic for tomorrow if you think lindsey graham or mcconnell or cheney or romney or sass or uh that uh adam schlesinger whatever his name uh if you think any of these people any of these republicans that i just named if you think they were at any time had trump's back i don't even believe they voted for trump so the, these people, along with the Democrats, are terrified that Donald J. Trump will run again and win. And that is another reason why I changed my mind over this weekend, and I think Trump should get in the race. Well, you know, uh, it's what I couldn't believe with the outcome of the election in 2020 anyway was how can you vote against a guy that's brought prosperity, prosperity and yeah. – everything else he said it and he did it and he did it you know and that never and if you look at history when you've got an economy like trump had you don't lose the only reason this happened was because of the the covid19 the the wuhan virus is the only reason that and well it led to the ability a crooked election yeah and this is what yes interestingly enough we have a gentleman that's coming on uh or two two men that have invented a uh it's a bulletproof voting equipment, and uh, they they have already sold it That's to some out. states. Excellent. And uh, it's it's like uh, it's more sophisticated than I can't even talk about it. it it's beyond beyond, and it's uh, the, it will give you instant. Like the guy told me, he said, "You want to know whether you won or lost? I can tell you in seconds." And here's the whether it's a mail-in whether and it's all it verifies everything. Hmm. I mean, it's so he's coming on. We've got Rob that's Pitts excellent. that's coming on. Uh, Rob is chairman of Fulton County Commission, and we're going to talk about where is Fulton County going, and uh, <laughs> do hell in a handbasket. Yeah. But um, no, that's, no, that would be some, some good information. That's, we've got some guests coming on I, that'll absolutely blow your mind. Well, that's that's information that needs to get out. You know, I uh, you know a lot of people don't know this. I'm I'm a dual citizen. I'm a citizen of the United States, of course, uh, and I'm a citizen of Mexico. And I just got an email recently from Mexico. Their elections are coming up in June, or or some of certain elections are coming up in June. And I, as a citizen, even though I'm here in the United States, they have set up a way for me to vote online. So clearly the technology is there. Oh, yeah. And this this guy that I was talking to that's going to be on said, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Once you register, mm-hmm. you can vote. The military can vote. Right. And, and they'll they know it ex- from their phone, probably. And exactly. And they know mm-hmm. exactly who it is. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. And I yeah. asked him about photo IDs, and he says, well... We will have taken care of that as people register. Mm -hmm. And And no register, no vote. No vote. And there's an electronic tag. So that's why I think the the online type voting or Internet voting needs to be explored because, you know, I could sit right here. I could be sitting in Mexico and hit my vote for Donald J. Trump in 2024. And they have the we have the ability now to know, okay, Victor Armanderas just voted. It came in at one oh two PM in five seconds and it came from the uh 
this is the user ID, this is the location, and this is the location of the server he was using. And I mean, you know, all of that can be done. Oh yeah, and and, and it can be done. So I can't go on and vote again. That's right. And how do I know this? Because every time I register to try to win a motorcycle or a car, they never let me vote more than once. <laughs> no matter how much I refresh or change browsers, I can't do it. So Just can't do it. I'm yeah, sure. so we've got the technology. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And uh, as people may have realized, we're going to just do this show and not worry about a break after it or during the show right. or anything else. Excellent. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we... Uh, there are things going on that we've just, you know, Biden coming out with Russia needs uh, regime change. Well, <laughs> if anybody needs it, it's the United States. But you don't say that. That's that's right. like telling Putin I'm sending the boys after you. Right. And, you know, and I don't think Putin or Biden has enough gray matter left to know what the hell he's saying. Right. And uh, you, the scary thing is, look at what's behind him. Look at what's behind her. And uh, oh, they brought out yesterday. Do you know what old Pelosi's worth? Oh gosh, hundred and eighteen million. A hundred. Here's a lady who has spent her how many years, David? Oh. Forty years or more. More yeah. in uh, in in Congress, representing a district in San Francisco, and she's worth a hundred and eighteen million. And that's probably not even including what her husband's worth. Yeah. Or maybe it is, but I... I no, I think um, it's just her. And and, and she's done... The, again, this is a lady who's a congresswoman who, who today makes about 170. You know, Congress congressperson makes about 170,000. Back when she started, it was probably 140 or something like that. I doubt if it was that much. So, or if it was that much, right. But the fact that even that today it's it's under 200000 but yet she's worth $118 million. This doesn't happen on that kind of salary. Um, no. This happens because she's playing favor. She's got insider trading. She's got all these little perks that you, you the voter, who suppo- who she's supposed to answer to, uh, we don't have this kind of power. You know, if we did some of the trading they did, we'd be put in jail. Oh, no question about uh, so, it. And, and they I'm, protect themselves, and, and we allow them. And the only reason this happens is because we continually reelect these people when we need to throw them out. You know, it's like changing uh, maybe not as often as we change our underwears, <laughs> but we need to throw politicians out. I mean, if, you've, if, if you've got a politician in your area and they've been there 10 years, you probably need to throw them out. And, and that's for establishment Republicans, too. Yep. Uh, we just don't, you know, when when you allow people to sit and fester in the power that is Washington, they're going to abuse it. And the longer they're there, the more they're going to abuse it. And the problem is, is we've allowed our elected officials to use it as a way to get rich well, and, to, and to get their families rich. You know, I, I uh, fault my business for that. And the, this is where many years ago. Even before I was born, you had you had the media. <coughs> excuse me, that was checking on the politicians, mm-hmm. and <laughs> not we anymore. don't not anymore. <laughs> not you anymore. know that's so true, David. And and just you use Pelosi. Look at Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, who 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 says he's the beacon of socialism. Bernie Sanders, who says there should be only one. Uh, arm deodorant 
uh, in a grocery store that you, that you don't need more than one. This comes from the mouth of Bernie Sanders, the guy who says you don't need more than one of of, of deodorant, you don't need one of more than one car. Uh, according to Bernie Sanders, you don't you shouldn't even own a house. But yet he owns three of them, and I promise you, none of his three homes are less than a million dollars. And I I don't know how many cars the guy owns, nor do I care. Uh, but if you're going to tell me that I don't need to own more than one of anything, I don't need choice. But you're going to run around with three houses and multiple cars and and multiple everything else, then then yeah, I'm going to call you out. And so, David, I'm glad you mentioned that. You've got Pelosi, who's been a who's had no career other than a politician for the past thirty, forty plus years, who's worth 118 million. Bernie Sanders has never had a job in his life. The man honeymooned in communist Russia. The man has made comments on breadlines aren't bad. Well, you understand, breadlines aren't bad for you. They're bad for him, and he'll never have to stand in a red line. But they're not bad for you. This guy is a multimillionaire. You've got um, Obama. President Obama, he was not a rich man when he came into politics. Hmm. Now he just bought a multi-multi-million dollar mansion in, I believe, the Nantucket area, somewhere up in Massachusetts. Um, By the way, David, it's on waterfront. Now I thought Obama said we were going to lose our waterfront due to climate change. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, but that's just another example. And you look at, uh, but you look at what uh, what Obama's worth right now. You look at what Schumer's worth. You look the all Clintons of these, don't. the Clintons. Oh, David, that's a perfect one. Bill and Hillary Clinton from Arkansas, they were not wealthy people, but you go and look how wealthy they are now. And in fact, I can tell you a time when Bill Clinton got paid half a million dollars to go say a few words in Russia. And then all of a sudden, Russia owns 20% of our uranium. How do you think that happened? Isn't that interesting? I mean, yeah. You know, this is, this again, this is where, in my opinion, the media has let us down. Mm-hmm. And, and it's still letting us down. And when I was working at commercial stations if i had pulled any of the stuff that some of our they're not news people they're just announcers and readers of material yeah. uh if they're, i'd done any of that i'd have been fired in a heartbeat right and there's enough you know right now and this is this this is why i respect trump in that and we'll and hopefully Mark can get on your show tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, and talk about some of the cases in that you know why is it we let the Democrats get away with it mm-hmm. but if any of this had been a Republican oh. doing it would have been you know you know the the reason the there rig. a the Republican establishment has no backbone but the establishment the Republican establishment loves to eat their own and if you if you are anywhere if you stray from McConnell. If you stray from Lindsey Graham, if you stray from Romney, if you stray from Cheney, you uh, even uh, uh, the guy that's come that's probably going to be the next Speaker of House, and I'm, his name is escaping me right now. Um, he's an establishment Republican. If you stray, if you're a Republican and you dare counter them, or you dare be a conservative, or, or truly a small government conservative, uh, they're going to find a way to try and put you out. You know, McConnell has successfully, unfortunately gone into primaries, dumped money against Republicans. 
because he didn't want the conservative Republican to be in the Senate. And uh, they they do this over and over and over. And I, 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 I hope I hope that the people of Kentucky realize it the next time McConnell's up and throws him out. I hope Lindsey Graham gets thrown out. I want Romney to get thrown out. There's a whole bunch of them need to get thrown out. Because they don't have our backs. They don't have President Trump's back. And look, you don't have to like President Trump. But if you believe in conservatism, President Trump was the only president to really put forth conservative and a, and a conservative agenda uh, other than Ronald Reagan. You can't even say that about Bush one for sure. And you can't really say it about W. Bush. But Donald J. Trump actually put forth, whether you like him or not, he put forth a small government agenda, a lower taxes agenda, a strong America agenda, strong military agenda, low gas prices agenda. He put America first agenda. What's wrong with that? You know, you know, I've I have forgotten and maybe we might might have to ask Mark, too, because I can't remember. I have a constitution here and I don't. I read fast, but not that fast. But not that fast. Uh, <laughs> and the words, but, the letters are so small. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Trump saying that he's going to be 47. Can he be 48? Well, so so Biden's 46, so he would have to be 47 unless, uh, yeah, unless no, Biden. Yeah, but I'm saying can he run oh, for a second? Oh, right. No, no. no. The, the next term would be considered his second term. So no. that would be it for him. So, right, yeah, he could not be 48. But I'll tell you who could be. Ron DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like so, Ron DeSantis, yeah. as a matter of fact, just like you do. And, I uh, hope uh, I hope Trump runs and picks him to be his VP. I really do. I really do, because I think we would have four strong years of Trump. And and honestly, David, I think Trump could turn this around in 12 months. It ain't ain't that hard. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. And and, and he... And he's the guy to do it. As I'm sitting here, I would almost bet you... That he already has the plan. Oh, without a doubt. You know, and and I and and I I don't like making too many predictions, David, as you know, on my show. But this is your show, so I'm <laughs> going to make I'm going to make a prediction. So <laughs> you can say uh, anything you want. That's right. I look. I think we we know what's coming. We we've got. We've we've got a horrible situation right now where we've got a dementia patient that's in the White House. We can't move remove him because then we'll have Cackling Harris. And Cackling Harris, ladies and gentlemen, is more incompetent than Dementia Joe. And uh, and then if we remove the two of them, then we have – and what I mean by that is the 25th Amendment for Biden, impeachment for Harris. I don't want harm on anyone. So let me clarify before we all get in trouble with media matters. Uh, but then if, if, there, if, if Biden were removed by the 25th Amendment, Harris is moved from impeachment – uh, or or resigns because she can't handle it, then we're stuck with Nancy Pelosi. So, so we're in a bad situation right now. So things uh, are, are unfortunately are on the wrong track for us as Americans, and we're just going to have to to really adapt and deal because we're going to have high gas prices. They're going to get worse. Inflation is hitting double digits, and it's going to get worse. Your wages are going to be stagnant, or they're going to drop. The economy is already slowing down. We're seeing that, and uh, and it's going to. You can't have this high inflation. You can't have a supply problem. You know, I had a great conversation with a with a, a listener. Who, uh, who, who is, who's from Chicago, Illinois, and, but now moves in Tennessee, or lives in Tennessee, uh, but they're an avid listener and, and a smart, smart guy, uh, elder guy, and, and just real smart. And he, he talked about, hey, you know, no matter what happens with inflation, you know, with all this going on, if there's a supply issue and a shortages, 
that is a recipe for disaster, which you and I touched on earlier, David. And so we're headed towards more supply issues. We're headed towards more inflation. We're headed towards um, less jobs. We're headed towards people not wanting to work because the Biden administration is trying to pay them not to. Uh, And now we're going to get to food shortages. So we're going to hit a recession. There's no question. Either we hit the recession later this year or we hit recession in 2023. So we're going to arrive to 2024 probably in a pretty pretty bad situation and uh, now some things can be mitigated if we have a good november this year and we get control of the house and we get control of the senate uh, but still, Biden will be president, and he's going to veto whatever he wants. So hopefully we can stagnate his agenda, but you're still going to have these issues. We're still prob- probably most likely going to have a recession. So all of this is going to come to a forefront, which is why I changed my opinion this weekend, that when you look at when you're in 2024 and we're facing these kind of problems, you want a problem solver. You don't want a politician. And that's why I think, David, the way you and I also agree that Donald Trump is the guy. you got a business guy, a no-nonsense guy. He doesn't care if you love him. He doesn't care if you like him, uh, at least on the political scale. But he will come in, and honestly, it isn't rocket science. It's not that hard to turn this mess around. It can be turned around. You know, it took Ronald Reagan two years to turn around the Carter mess. And the main reason it took him two years is because the Democrats controlled the Congress. They had the House, they had the Senate, and they were an impediment to Reagan, but Reagan was still able to bring them dragging and screaming, and he turned around the mess that was uh, that Carter left us in the late 70s, early 80s. Well, Donald Trump can do the same thing, but the difference is I do believe we're going to control the House after 20 this year, and I do believe we'll control the Senate, and I do believe Donald Trump will be elected in 2024, and I am telling you right now, folks, my prediction is he'll have it changed in six months. Six to 12 months, we will see the gas prices dropping. You'll see inflation dropping. And you're going to see a whirlwind economy like we haven't seen in a while. Well, I agree that if Trump were to come in, that, yes, there would be a a lot of drastic changes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some, just because of the mechanics of it, you know, can't be done right. quite as the, fast as the wheels do take sometimes to turn yeah but once that momentum is done oh yeah that's the key and uh when, when you know you're headed in the right direction you know it's like a if you push a, a rock down a, or toss a rock down a hill it's going to gain momentum and momentum the the as it makes its way down the hill well right now we're on a trajectory of of some pretty uh, let's just put it this way we're in the wrong direction and we're gaining steam but when you get somebody like Trump to come in, comes in, then we're headed in the right direction, and I think that will gain even more steam, you know, quicker, I should say. You know, the the thing that concerns me is that you and I are sitting here talking about it, and I'm not the brightest bulb in the box by any stretch, but what concerns me is the people that have no clue about what's going on and there are a lot of them yeah you know they hit the gas pump and what the hell you know (laughs) and then they go to get groceries and there aren't any groceries Mm -hmm. and what are they going to do there'll be more break-ins oh my gosh crime is they think you think crime is bad you're right david it will go you know and Mm -hmm. and here you have idiots yelling for defund the police yep i'd rather Pay them more. Yeah, get pay more, them more. Cops. 
pay them more. You know, because and, we're uh, going to need them when there's a time of crisis, which is coming. You know, David, I've had people, I've had liberals and Democrats ask me, why do you have to have so many guns? Why do you want to own so many guns? Why do you want 30-round magazines and blah, blah, blah? And I just always tell them, I said, because if that day ever comes where you don't have water, but I do, you ain't getting mine. Now, I may be nice enough to share with you, but you aren't coming by force to get anything from me. And, and And they just don't understand that. But they're about to learn it probably the hard way. Now, I hope it doesn't come to, to utter chaos. But if there's food shortages in this country, which appears to be coming, there's going to be more crime. There, there's nothing worse. If you're, you've already got a criminal element in this country and you add hunger to that, it's, it's terrible. It's a horrible recipe. Oh, and there's one person, one party to blame, and that's the Democrats. Yeah. And that's Mr. Biden. Yeah, without, and, without a doubt. You know... Mm-hmm. Now, we keep coming back. The whole thing keeps coming back to the oil industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we once thought that, and it will, food will and farming will dictate at some point. But the fact is, no matter how much food we have, we have to have the oil and the petroleum, <laughs> the diesel. We've got to, to deliver get it. that food. <laughs> you got to get it somewhere. Well, and sometimes and, it has to be processed. or yep. you know, There's a lot. Yeah, David, it's true. And, you know, they're just what I feel so sad about is that, you know, so many people don't, they just live in a la-la land that, mm-hmm. oh, well, guy, gas prices are up. I guess I'll just take my lumps yeah. and... Wait till the uh, wait till the progressive white virtue signaling liberal wakes up one day in the near future and they can't get what they want and they can't get the food that they're used to. You know, David, I, and you're probably like me. Uh, I've been poor. I've been dirt poor. Uh, I I I had a roommate where we lived off Roman noodles, and I don't even like noodles hmm. and peanut butter crackers. And uh, you know, I. So I, I can get by. I you know, I, 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 I don't have to have the steak and the nice whatever and cook the nice meals every day. I can get by because I've done it before. But there are some there are some rich virtue signaling white liberal progressives out there. They don't know the pain that they're probably going to be feeling soon because they're too I – I should be nice, but this is your show, so I don't have to be – No, That's <laughs> so, fine. But they're too dumb to realize that – this stuff they're pushing, they haven't been able – they've been able to escape a lot of it, but they're not going to be able to escape all of it. No. And it's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of them because who who will escape this stuff? The politicians, the elitists in Washington. But but not everybody in these in, – in, in the states when you move around to different cities and rural areas and especially when you look at Manhattan, the number of people – let's just use Manhattan as an example – uh, what happens when you when you can't get trucks in there, and you can't get and there's food shortages, and you've got a concentration of millions of people who who can't you're walking into empty shelves, they're they're gonna they're gonna kill each other. And, and I and again I hope it doesn't come to this, but but this is what's gonna happen. And and if these white virtue signaling, and I say this because the progress right now the movement are these progressive rich people who uh who virtue signal and think that um well i'm a democrat so i care more 
which is a joke. Mm. But that's the way they think. And, and these people up in Central Park and up in, in these parts of New York City and Manhattan who think this isn't going to reach them because they send Antonio or they send Javier to the store for them. Well, when Javier comes back to the penthouse and his hands are empty, what are they going to do? Be hungry. Be hungry. <laughs> They're going to be angry. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be – It's and like I said, you know, you, you – there um and you know you said it too david you said you, you may not be the brightest in in bulb in the pack look i i don't have a, a ivy league education uh I, I i am not by far the brightest bulb sometimes but every now and then i get a bright 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 hit of logic and and common sense that that makes me shine like an led and that's David is where why I you know I we don't have to be these academics because we do see logic and we do see common sense and David you and I and a lot of other people out there understand history which is one thing the academic just doesn't seem to want to learn that's right and uh it will repeat itself and it's mm-hmm. repeating itself right now in uh Ukraine and you know it, there's not very many people that listen to the news or even know what's going on in ukraine but Mm -hmm. uh you know there's two things that are going on one is we're seeing how poorly russia trains their people they Mm -hmm. have no they have no ncos Mm -mm. uh they go from a general down to a grunt to the grunt and uh, to the conscript who never had any training that's right Mm-hmm. And uh, 18, 20-year-olds that have Man. been pulled off the street to go fight mm-hmm. have no training. And then then they uh, bought their tanks from China, <laughs> and they're falling apart on the Boy, roads. Are they, They're learning and a hard lesson. They're, they're yeah. learning. But, mm-hmm. you know, this is uh, – we've got the best military in the world, mm-hmm. and um, – you know, this is something else. I think I mentioned it to you last night. But, you know, the mainstream media, if we boycott anybody or if we really want to get get at the truth, the mainstream media should take the ball and run with it. And they're not. They're, mm-hmm. for whatever reasons, they're cowards. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I have reason to have looked into the situation in Iraq right now. And why aren't we hearing that ISIS is a well and live? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and it scares the hell out of me. And that, you know how many troops are in, uh, U.S. troops are in Iraq right now? How many? 2,500. Wow. Wow, does that ring a bell for many things? Right. And, mm. you know, mm. if somebody, in fact, Brandon came out day before yesterday and said we're going to be pulling all of our troops out of the Middle East. Mm-hmm. But but yet he's just sent. Did he not just send a, a group over to Iraq? Not to uh, or, Iraq, but uh, you've got ISIS. You got Iran that's yeah. uh, still beating up on Iraq. Oh. Uh, and well, uh, you give them nuclear power. And we're just about – We're Biden's getting ready to fund Iran yeah. again. I mean completely fund them again with millions and millions of dollars. He wants to unlock – there's $30 million or, or it might be $30 billion. I, 
dollars that's locked up and seized that Iran can't get access to, Biden wants to unlock it. How does that make any sense? And, David, you bring up a great point because this is something the media is not talking about. Um, because of Biden's weakness and because of his his eagerness to make some ridiculous deal, by letting the Russians, even to this day, he's allowing Russians to speak on our behalf, trying to make some deal with Iran. Um, I, I mean, how stupid is that to begin with? But uh, you've, you've got all this this weakness from Biden. So you've got ISIS reforming. You've got Al Qaeda. Now, look, it was a short, what, three or four years ago when President Trump and the mighty might of the United States military obliterated ISIS, obliterated them. And now ISIS is reforming. And where do they get? Where do you think ISIS is getting their latest equipment? Well, they're getting it from the Taliban Joe Brandon gun show that's going on in Afghanistan right now. I, I mean, eighty. What was it? Eighty million or eighty-five, or 85 billion? Five billion dollars worth of the top military equipment we left to Afghanistan. The Taliban. Who do you think the Taliban's selling it to? And and now you've got Biden giving money to Iran. They're going to take that money. They're going to go make purchases from Afghanistan. And, uh, and but but again, you've got Al Qaeda that's regrowing. You've got ISIS regrowing. David, you're 100 percent right, and the media is uh, wanting to ignore it because it's Mr. Biden that mm-hmm. says. And you know, folks, you got to stand up and. Uh, what, what's the old saying? If you don't stand for something, you stand for nothing. You stand for nothing, or you'll fall for anything. Or you'll fall. You know, for if you anything, don't stand yeah. for any, if, if you don't stand, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And uh, boy, we've got half this country that falls for a whole lot. And uh, I, you know, I for one, David, I I agree with George Washington. I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die on my knees. There's just that that ain't gonna happen. I'm an American, true and true. And, uh, man, I, I, I love this country. If it weren't for the graciousness of this country, I wouldn't be here. And this is the greatest place on earth. And we may have to put up with people like Brandon and, and Cackling Harris, but I know we can do better, and I know we will do better. And I am not about to give up on this land, and I would never give up on, on liberty and freedom. And, and David, there was a there was a – my gosh, it was some kind of uh, a polling or something done. And a whole bunch of Americans, they were probably all Democrats, said they would flee if our land were attacked. Can you believe that? Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, unfortunately I can too. These Democrats would run with their tails between their legs. But you know what? Not me. Not me. There, there is nowhere else on the planet to go to. There's nowhere to run to. If these Democrats, if you took part of that poll and you're a Democrat and you said you would run and flee this country if we were attacked, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? There is no, there is no other United States. There's just not. You know, and I don't know. Never been to your home, but uh, I know one thing. I'm going to start working on, and that's knowing my neighbors better. Yeah, that's a good and, idea. Uh, you know, everybody should do that. Cool. And uh, yeah, without a doubt, that and stock up on toilet paper. And but stock- other than that. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, might be good. That might be the best advice from the show today. <laughs> but you know, we have you have to love your brother, and I don't even. I sadly to say, I don't even know some of my neighbors in the neighborhood. Yeah. But 
it's going to change and yeah. we're going to the first thing the military teaches you is to cover your buddies back mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to everybody's going to need their backs covered i may have salt yep. but i don't have any flour mm-hmm. and oh, uh, right so. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. And, and David, that's a good point. You know David very well that that the military, and you were in the army, and you know it's a brotherhood. And I, we need an American brotherhood, and 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 it can start in neighborhoods. Exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And you know, <laughs> I'm the only veteran in my neighborhood, hmm. and uh, it sort of makes me sick. But only one percent of mm-hmm. the population ever serves. Right. And. Uh, you know, it's as I have a family member that's being deployed to Iraq hmm. and uh, will be there within the next 10 days. Hmm. Uh, it's doing a whole lot in my thinking. And, folks, we've we got to put a backbone in the White House. Yeah, absolutely. And it can't have a letter D by it. I'm sorry, but it no. just ain't going to happen. And uh, your idea about Trump. And people need to be talking, and neighbors need to be talking, and talking about this, Mm -hmm. and talking about what we're going to do. And it starts November the 22nd. Yeah. And we're going to have some other politicians on. Mm -hmm. And as we've said over and over again, Dr. Rich McCormick is running for the sixth. Yeah. And we totally endorse Rick. Absolutely. Uh, I know he is a... He's a good guy. One, he's a Christian, he's a good man, a good doctor, mm-hmm. and a very good conservative. Yep. And realizes what's going on and what needs to be changed. So, again, we support him, and we will be coming out with endorsements. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.